You're listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and I didn't feel like writing an introduction. And my name is Steph, and I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yippee-ki-brain, uh, Mother Scratcher. <laughs> We're here to uh, talk about that episode. Um, and It was uh, hilarious. It was really, really funny. Um, and, uh, had all the action, uh, movie stuff that I wanted. And then some, uh, so much stuff happening in this episode. Again, it's another one of the ones I just had to write in linear fashion because <laughs> it's, it all mixes together. It's so hard to like, they're, they're, they're doing a good job of not like making different characters seem like they're on different shows. You yeah. Know? Here's the A story. Here's the B story. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the A story. Yeah. Uh, okay, I should mention that we're a member of the DCTV Talk Network. Just check out DCTV Talk for all your DCTV podcasting needs at DCTVTalk.com. And uh, and we get into the news. Um, we are still on pins and needles on over whether or not iZombie is going to be renewed. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not sure when you watched, but here on the East Coast, uh, 10 minutes into uh, this week's episode... I'm sitting there live tweeting, and boom, up on Twitter pops the 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 100 gets a sixth season, and I Zombie is in limbo, <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh, like all the uh, all the excitement over you know just tweeting about I Zombie went went into like panic mode, <laughs> like what's happening over there, and then the next day, both uh, CW's Life Sentence and then Valor are canceled. So those are not coming back. I'm sorry if those so – maybe fans of those are hearing about that for the first time. But um, Do you know who was on Valor? Yeah, our our buddy uh, Dan Patch, right? Yeah. <laughs> who is That uh, would be the only reason I would watch that show, but I totally <laughs> forgot about it and I don't even know what it's about. Yeah. It's the other uh, uh, Navy SEALs show or whatever, right? Dan Patch, of course, from Hellcats. Who is probably a distant relative of Levon Patch uh, here on iZombie? It's all connected. Um, so uh, the word is the CW is trying to decide how many pilots they're picking up for the 2018 to 2019 season, and uh, our, uh, um, I, 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 I hate to talk about them. I've I've refused to talk about them this entire season, but I do have uh, something from the Cancel Bear and TV Grim Reaper. <laughs> Who are both thinking that iZombie is going to be renewed? So, um, I mean, if the 100 got picked up again, I, then surely iZombie will. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping. Um, uh, Rob Thomas sent out some tweets. He says we need one more season to get to the end of our story, which is interesting. I really like that. I'm like, oh, so he's got like an endpoint in mind, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be great to have iZombie go. You know, be talking about it when we're old and gray, like the people who probably first started podcasting about Supernatural are <laughs> feeling. I don't know who those people are, but <laughs> I feel for them. Podcasts weren't around back then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The internet wasn't around back then. 
but uh, yeah, one of the pilots the CW is thinking about picking up is their spinoff, the Wayward Sisters. Well, I, did you see? No, because you're not watching. It. It uh, the backdoor pilot was pretty good, and those yeah. the girls that they have cast are good. Uh, cool. One of them is that girl that is crazy busy right now. That was one of the daughters in. Um, Oh, what was the show about the about the computers from on AMC? The show about oh, Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah. Okay. You know the blonde daughter with curly hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's in everything right now. Okay. She's she's the little dean. Uh, (laughs) Oh, really? So the cast the cast is really good, and then Joni. Joni, that's her name. Joni. All right. Anyway, no idea who Joni is. Never mind. It may not be Joni. Anyway, the cast is good, and okay. I would like to see the you know the crew keep working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like um, when a show ends, it's like, well, I hope those people find other jobs. <laughs> I mean, they're all in Vancouver, so there's always something going on. So that's but, true. But still, it's like ugh, I just want iZombie to stick around just one more. Yeah. He says, "I love uh, Rob Thomas says I love doing this show. I want another season. If you want to see another season, watch next week's show live. It's a good one. Make friends with the Nielsen family and hijack their TV. Show up in <laughs> CW offices and play dead in the hallways. I'm brainstorming, folks, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, so um, a week from tonight uh, that we're recording, uh, which is Thursday. So uh, the CW upfronts are next Thursday afternoon." I so we should know by then. Yeah, I'm thinking we're either going to be super happy recording or super bummed, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. I've never like podcasted about a show like from beginning to end while it was still on TV, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I'm hoping the end isn't uh, isn't uh, in the next couple weeks. So keep tweeting over the next week, folks. Hashtag renew iZombie and you know drop a little at the CW into your tweet so they know that you really want this show to stick around um what else um I've got more bad news um uh, really just bad news for um you know all the folks the ladies the ladies you know some (laughs) of the fellas you know Robert Buckley is now married uh, well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him too. Uh, actress Jenny Wade, who's from uh, Reaper, Wedding Band, The Good Guys. Uh, she's the star of the movies uh, uh, called Feast, uh, those horror movies. Um, they had a low key wedding. Uh, I think they probably eloped. I don't know. There wasn't any sort of like wedding pictures I I saw or anything, you know. Um, and he actually uh, posted a uh, Instagram of. He and Jenny with chocolate on their faces and Shani rings on their fingers and it's and uh Robert um captioned it post cake fight with my wife <laughs> 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 And he actually wrote Borat voice, so that's the way to say it. Uh and also Jenny posted a little selfie of her taking her taking a bite out of the piece of cake and it actually had the word Buckley written in it, uh in frosting. Oh. And her caption was had our cake and ate it too, found more cake, said I do. <laughs> <laughs> and they've just been posting pictures from some sort of tropical paradise that they're at. So oh, very yeah. happy for Mr. Buckley. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. has been on here before. <sighs> uh, she's not sighing because he's been on the show. She's sighing because I said friend of the pod, people. So uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> 
Also, uh, we had a little follow-up to our last uh, podcast uh, from our uh, regular feedbacker, Efrex. Um, did you want to read that for us? Okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> a little follow-up right. from Efrex. Thanks yep. again for your work in keeping the fandom fire stoked. It's been so much fun hearing your takes and discussions on the show, and the opening and closing raps on the last episode were hysterical. You <laughs> I mentioned, have no idea what he's talking about there. <laughs> you mentioned being disappointed that we didn't get to see Liv engaged in a rap battle. I was expecting the same, and I figured we'd see her square off against Pam. Liv's tr- transgressive, rhyme-loving cellmate turned barista. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pam. Yeah, that was in the shower. Uh, I'm Leslie, guessing that- Leslie. <laughs> yeah, I remember her little I'm raps. guessing that Isabel's Freelix syndrome is an Easter egg shout-out to somebody. Frolix syndrome is pronounced similarly, at least in some dialects, but is, as you noted, is has radically different symptoms than what Isabel is going through. The name may also simply be a wink at Isabel's personality. Fra is German for happy, and Freelich in Yiddish means joyous, particularly in reference to a happy occasion. Freelich is also transformed into an informal Yiddish noun referring to exuberant dancing dances as at a wedding or similar. <laughs> All the best, Efrex. Oh, that's cool. I'm not sure if it's an Easter egg shout out to anybody. Um, actually, uh, I do have an interview coming up. Um, I'm going to be talking to the writer of this episode, um, but it's not going to be till probably after next week's episode airs. Um, so maybe she'll have some insight on that. And that the writer, by the way, is uh, Chelsea Catalanado. And, uh, and it's actually her first episode of TV that she's written is this week's oh, episode. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, that's uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, Yippee Kai Brain Mother Scratcher, also directed by the amazing uh, Enrico Colantoni. So he did a little, he did double duty this week. He became the brain of the week and uh, and directed the whole thing. Wow! Yeah, and I wonder if he if he like coached uh, Rose on how to act like he does. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the whole Brooklyn thing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love I, to know. Uh, I'd love some behind the scenes uh, of that happening. If so, <laughs> all right, uh, Steph. Why don't we start off the episode um, with the chapter major props? Um, Major's the big hero. Yep. <laughs> he saved Chase. Uh huh. And uh, these soldiers are like picking on him. And guys. <laughs> and Chase, yeah, like he says this whole thing about uh, how much he likes uh, "Good Night Moon" and a kiss on the mouth, plenty of tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of Chase coming in and being like, "All right, y'all, you know, knock it off." Yeah, as you would expect, he joined in. And now, uh, yeah, zombie killer Kane uh, shot him in the knees, and now he's got a uh, a zombie walking cane. Wait for it. It almost landed. What? <laughs> Chase, he has a he has a cane now. Okay. Zombie killer cane shot uh-huh. him in, in the knees. Ah. Oh, and now he's walking. Yes. He's a zombie with a walking cane. Ah. Oh. All right. Okay. You know. 
Uh, the other joke I had for this scene is that uh, you know this this talk about tongue kissing and plenty plenty of tongue on the mouth. I just wanted to tell you if you were offended by that stuff, that's just locker room talk. Oh, so true. You don't it need is to be offended actual, by that. Literal locker room talk. Yeah, yeah. So they are know. in a locker room and they're talking. If you're clutching your pearls, this oh. is this is this is this is locker room talk. <laughs> Uh, Also, uh, Chase says uh, if he finds the new Renegade that he's going to get his Star Wars ending, he's going to be right up there with Han and Chewie, and they're all going to be getting medals together. And I just wanted to tell uh, tell you, and I will inform Chelsea as well, um, Chewie didn't get a medal at the end of Star Wars, (laughs) which has always been a, a big problem. But maybe in the iZombie universe, Chewie did get a medal. <laughs> so Chase feels like Fillmore Graves is the rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> they're, mm-hmm. they're a bit more empire, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, I almost wonder if Chase is doing a little acting here, too. Being a little bit overly kind. Just to yeah. show Russ that Major is really in deep with it with uh um chase so right yeah um so yeah major uses this opportunity to say he wants to get into a higher tax bracket move up the ladder he wants to you know get into russ's operation more and uh, because you know he's got the he's got the commander's ear mm-hmm. so uh all right so we go to the morgue and there's a little bit of a, de- a debate between Liv and ravi about whether they're doing good by isabel and um and then Ravi is then put on the phone with Isabel's mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's like, we got to be the adults here. And then when she wants to talk to an adult, he's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's going to be a, a little bit of time that passes through this uh, episode. And they agree to watch Zombie High with Isabel. And what follows is then just the most meta of meta things. <laughs> the... Uh, the, the fact that they mentioned Zomcom Romdrom, which is hilarious, um, mm-hmm. always a great plot twist around the corner. The characters are just winning, and, and they're so <laughs> self-aware. <laughs> and then they start talking about, you know, hot guys are always looking for an excuse to take their shirts off. <laughs> and Robbie says he roots for the bad guy, even though he's doing truly vile things. <laughs> and then hard cut to just blame, just bare-chested and cackling into the camera. <laughs> Okay, this is another reason why I just had a problem breaking up this episode because there's there's a few scenes here that just it's like they set up a joke and then bazing how it goes into the other scene and yeah. uh, uh, just kind of is like the other part of the joke. So yeah, Chelsea, I can't believe this is her first episode of television. She did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, Basio, it, it turns out that she ate Baracus's brain. <laughs> <gasps> and um, and then we realize this is a good reason. This is a good reason why. I mean, Blaine put on that mask and looked super creepy, but he also realized that he's probably going to be in someone's vision uh, later on down the line. So um, he put the mask on. So when Basio sees him in the vision, um, he's wearing a mask, so he can't be identified. Mm. Which is, I just thought was really smart. Yeah, which is like mirrored later on with. Uh, Who's the guy that's getting married? The twenty-one-year-old that's getting married. Oh, Curtis! Scratch? Curtis. Yeah. yeah, that whole situation. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so we go to – I've been working on the railroad and we're talking – we're seeing, uh, you know, yeah, Curtis and his impending baby being talked about, the nuptials, wedding coming up. Uh, Levon suggests he named the kid Levon after his dad, <laughs> which I thought was great. And <laughs> and we have Suki here. She says she knows a guy uh, to bring in um, to um, Renegade's crew here. And we – Immediately go into a montage and I saw some like confused tweets like who is the guy that she's talking about, you know, and it's just probably the next guy we see. But it's like the beginning of this, you know, Underground Railroad getting bigger and bigger. Like she knows a guy and then it connects to another guy and suddenly Uh we're handing out like files to different coyotes and the group is growing. Because uh, Liv as Renegade wasn't really on Chase's radar. But this, it's growing so fast now that it's on his radar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Renegade and, 2 is out there. <laughs> yeah. But I really like this uh, this montage. And this is the whole passage of time that they do. And they have this really great, uh, like it's just this bumping hip-hop song <laughs> to kind of, and and how, um, you know, we see different things happen. You know, the files being handed out. We see um, Isabel it, making those ID cards. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Just, uh, yeah, Isabel making the ID cards, Isabel being uh, Ravi testing Isabel's blood. Yeah, and I love how they make the, the music kind of seem like they're it's coming through her headphones as well because she's got headphones uh-huh. on and she's grooving. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Liv, Levon, Ravi, and Isabel binging all six seasons oh, of Zombie High. I love this. I love this because... They're 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 sitting differently each time, yep. and then I like at the end when Ravi and Liv look at each other, and they're looking at each other like we're enjoying you two watching this for the first <laughs> <Yes>. time. <laughs> I you know my favorite part is, uh, and well, I didn't catch it until I watched it the second time because I'm uh, you know live tweeting or whatever. Um, the first time we see them, Levon is sitting next to Liv, and he's just kind of look, half looking at his phone. Oh, <laughs> and then and by the end, he's like more. really into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Robbie says that he didn't think he would care much about it. No. When he started it, yeah. But it's a great Zomcom rom drum. And uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I really wish it existed because, man, if there was a such thing as Zombie High and we could just like binge it in the off season, I'd be so happy. Oh, I know. <laughs> Six seasons of Zombie High. Oh, man. Um, high school's only four years. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> must be like a Degrassi thing, right? They're, you know, they must cycle different people in. Um, okay, so uh, we then go to uh, Detective Lou Benedetto uh, having an argument with a client on the phone. And then he goes into a church. I was wondering, is he peeing outside? But no, he was tucking his shirt in. Yeah, I was so like, look at respectful going into the church. I know, but he's so like, I don't know. It's kind of like the you know the dirty cop kind of thing that he he's like got his belt unfastened and everything. He's not just tight tucking his shirt in. He's like undid his pants almost just to get his belt, get his shirt uh, tucked into his uh, pants. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, so uh, he goes into confession. And uh, starts talking about like weird sex stuff that he's into, and how he super glued some guy's butt to a toilet, and he's working on this score to retire on, and then he starts to quote Hamilton, <laughs> which I was like, oh my god, it's a Hamilton quote! Like you don't really hear that that often on a zombie. You you hear it 
all over the place, but I don't think I remember there being a Hamilton quote on iZombie. But uh, I just like the the whole thing. He's like, what do they say in Hamilton? I'm not throwing away my... And all of a sudden, gunshots start going <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, it was great. So uh, we go to the next chapter, Holy Smoked. And uh, we have all sorts of amazing diehard puns. Um, <laughs> it was a good day to die hard. A uh, good day to die hard. <laughs> and uh, Benedetto is tracking Anthony Gansu, who is a... Uh, former partner of uh, Blue Cobra, AJ. And this is the first time AJ is mentioned, and I'm like, huh? But I was like, maybe this is like a Justin thing where they call out his name and that mm-hmm. just to show, you know, the the world is still around what's, what's going on in the world, you know. But uh, I, did, I didn't realize that he was going to show up later in the episode, which made me very happy. Um, so uh, AJ uh, is... Was at, is out of jail because he helped with uh, the James Weckler case, and before he and uh, Gansu and this guy Fleabag heisted a quarter million in jewels, and Gansu escaped prison, and one of those three are looking for um, the jewels, and they probably killed Benedetto in the process. So, um, and that's when Clive drops a uh, "I'll be back in forty-eight hours." <laughs> Poor Clive. <laughs> Clive like suffers indignity like three times in this episode. This <laughs> by by Robbie and Liv, and uh, yeah, Liv uh, picks up the brain and just chomps into it and says, "I didn't feel like cooking," <laughs> because that's what Rico would have done. You think so? I'm, I, that's definitely one thing I want to ask uh, Chelsea, the writer. Um, like, what what made you want to do it that way? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that's what he would yeah. Yeah. Uh so we get a little cameo from Vampire Steve talking about how smart the guy was that set up the auction. Uh, and that then was uh, hard cut to uh Donnie doing this three arm marching band. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't care about stretching his shirt out because he doesn't he's not gonna have to worry about buying shirts anymore because he's not gonna make so much money. And we go to lunchtime with daddy. And uh, Angus is proud. He wants Blaine to come to church. And then he says that he sees himself as like John the Baptist. And Blaine is like zombie Jesus. And then he says, I hear your voice and I hear echoes of the voice of God. And I'm thinking this is from him shouting down into the well, right? Yeah, because well, the well is hell. The well is hell. Yeah. And he wins Blaine over. Yeah, he gets him to come to church. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a little strange. He's Blaine's definitely, I don't know if he's buying into zombie being zombie Jesus, but he's, it, it, this is, I don't know. I don't know what his game is at the end. Cause it's gotta yeah. be a game. Well, for the longest, just like us, we're like, what is Angus's deal? Yeah. What, what is he up to? And I think all this time Blaine has been, what is, what is he, what's his What's his end game? What is he going for? And I think he's finally realized he's the true. He's he's being honest. He's, he's a being, believer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's gone off the deep end. That's for sure. <laughs> um. So we go to a stakeout, and I love the uh, psychedelic furs playing on the radio. Uh, love my way. I know. I love that song. I know. I was like, what is up with the eighties music? But I guess that's what Benedetto would listen to. I guess so. I don't know. I, I looked it up to see if there was, it was in anything um, cop related. And they did just play that song in uh, call me by my name. 
So mm. maybe that had something to do with it. I, I don't know. It's definitely not like a, a cop thing. Like, like they get into Harold Faltermeyer's uh, Axel Foley theme yeah. afterwards, and that's Beverly Hills Cop. Um, right. But and so I figured that raps that hip hop song earlier was from some I don't know. Yeah, this not from anything. I think it's like a it's it's not. I mean, it's not an original, but it. it I think it's pretty recent. Hmm. Now I got to look it up. Okay, it's by Talib Kweli, and uh, it's, it's from called, the movie. It's called Shock Body. Oh, <laughs> but uh, it's not from a movie. I don't see it being from any movie because it does list like, and he did have a a song in the movie Stick It, but it was, and Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but uh, not from not this song. <laughs> Shock body, yeah. Uh, that'll definitely be on my playlist. I gotta update that thing for season four. So Liv uh, now has Benedetto's hat and is jonesing for a cigarette. <laughs> she looks super she's, cute in that hat. I'm sorry. I know. She's uh, she's chewing Nicorette gum. Uh huh. Yeah. And uh, by the way, again, like she's just. Wearing the wig the entire episode for yeah, no no that? idea. Now in the montage, she is where is she is she's uh, has her zombie costume. <laughs> she's not tanned and dyed. Mm-hmm. She's so I don't know what the difference yeah. is. It's so it's so distracting to me. Yeah. Like I, I'm questioning. Okay, it takes me out of the show because I'm like, "What's the deal with this? <laughs> Why, Why is she is wearing she? it?" Yeah, I don't know. I would, I would rather, I would honestly rather they said she's not wearing a wig, that she decided to actually dye her hair because then I could accept that hair. Because honestly, looking back at photos of her on Rapper Brain, like she had that pony like really tight against her head. Like, there's no way she had, like, a whole head full of white hair underneath some pulled-back blonde wig. Yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I don't know. That's I, If I had to have any criticism about the season, it's I mean, the weirdness yeah, of this I wig. Ju- yeah, I just feel like there needs to be a reason, and yeah. we never get a reason, and it's just Well, we got the, the – I mean, the reason is – she wants to put a good face on Renegade when she's on film, but she's not on film while well, she's like, she, she was wearing the, wearing the wig, the Rose McIver wig when they were watching zombie high, right? <laughs> Sometimes. No, oh. she was not. Oh, she wasn't. She was she, right. She was, was she wearing zombie the wig? costume. Oh, okay. She was, she was. Oh, that's Liv. And then any other time she's wearing, she's tanned and dyed. Yeah. It's <laughs> so weird. Um, wearing the wig or whatever, yeah. We've got some uh, more interest. I mean, I've seen some promo pictures for the next three episodes, and we've got some uh, some more interesting looks for Liv coming up. Um, but I don't want to spoil anything. Um, so anyway, uh, Liv uh, or Clive actually does a little confessional with Liv and talks about his kiss with Michelle and how he loves Dale, but he really just wants to be a dad. And Aww. and they they can't even adopt as a couple because there's a rule against zombies adopting babies. Wow. Um. So uh, <laughs> and Liv just is like, you know, who freaking cares about kids? Basically, I forget what her <laughs> actual quote is, but poor Clive. So I guess that's like four times that Clive gets 
a little bit of indignity. Is it just like every scene Nick Live's in? I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Liv goes after a fish. <laughs> And uh, Clive gets a text from Michelle, and I just love this video. <laughs> Fritz, it's called Fritz Learns to Catch. If anybody wants to uh, look it up on YouTube, it is hilarious. Um, and I was, I was laughing at the video again. I was, la- and I was laughing at Clive's reaction most of all because he had this like <laughs> laugh, like <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh man, just this reaction. I just worry it. about Fritz the dog because it's almost <laughs> like when whatever they throw at it, it's like it scares him at the last minute and he he can't catch it. <laughs> and it's so weird because my dog, I mean, she would have to be blind. Deaf, it couldn't smell for her not to catch whatever we throw to her because she, I mean, she has lightning flash, flat, lightning fast reflexes when Uh it comes to eating food. I, you know, and it's, it's like funny at first it's like funny. He's like, he gets a donut chucked at him. He gets a, he gets a hot dog. And then all of a sudden like a plate of spaghetti comes out and they just throw all the spaghetti up in the air and the dog tries to get, get its mouth around it. It's still even. Yeah. I don't know why the dog can't like, so weird. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, Malcolm actually posted an Instagram. Uh, Somebody was filming him from the back seat uh, uh, watching the video on the phone. I don't know if uh-huh. they were rehearsing or trying to get some inside shot, but uh-huh. he, he's literally watching that video and laughing hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> There's not like a green thing on his phone or anything, maybe for close-ups, but... So yeah, he's watching the video and all of a sudden he gets interrupted by Liv sliding across the hood and chasing down Fleabag and then beating him with a fish. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That was so, so weird. So weird. <laughs> And, you know, classic uh, cop uh, story. You know, she gets pulled into the captain's office and Basio suspends her. And uh, she makes it rain paperwork. And uh, then she pulls in little David Caruso. She's like, you got to find the city. Needs me more than I need it. And puts the sunglasses on. And from, from the other room, you hear this, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and it's because Kavanaugh stubbed his toe. <laughs> I was rolling. <laughs> Uh, it, I mean, it's at this point of our podcast where it's like I just it, like just recapping the episode and just just talking about it and laughing. I don't, I you know, I there's no criticism here. This is just funny stuff, and I like say, uh, repeating it basically. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, so uh, Netflix and Zero Chill is the next chapter, and um, they're just finishing up and uh, like a season six episode of Zombie High, and they get into the uh, the. New Seattle way of doing uh, Mary Boff kill it. It's uh, kill, eat, marry. <laughs> <laughs> and they start talking about this Parker guy. And oh, yeah. Isabella is just like, Parker this, Parker that. Yeah. Parker's too hot to kill. Um, and then after uh, Liv and Levon uh, subtly uh, go to bed with each other. Um, so they're sleeping together. And uh, I like how just Liv jumps on his back and he's like, to bed. <laughs> yeah, like the show has robbed us of their romance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's we going on a here. A little bit. And Maybe they're like, you know what? You've seen this, you know? Uh, I don't and know. There's, and, and there's too much other important stuff going on. Yeah. 
And many people are just like, oh, this guy's going to get shot in the head by the end of the season. <laughs> uh, although we've been promised it's not going to happen. You know, I don't know. Um, but maybe, where is he going to go? Maybe he's going to he get a cure. can't go anywhere. Huh? Maybe he's going to get a cure so they can't be together. Oh, okay. So Isabel then dwells on things of Ravi about, th- about what she's going to miss out on and immediately goes to sex. And Robbie's like, Ugh. and then, uh, and then Robbie says, like they see the next episode come on, and he's like, oh, this is where it's clear they ran out of money, and the cool stuff happens off camera. They just talk about it afterwards, which is another <laughs> one of those great transitions where Clive is talking animatedly about how he catched he he caught um, uh, AJ, which uh, I'm, I'm I don't have it all written down here, but just the, you should have seen it live. <laughs> And and I love um, uh, Rico Colantoni's direction here because he does these little zoom ins on Clive's like foot and fist, uh, you know, as he's making all these movements to take, to, to talk about his story. Um, so um, so with that we go to the interrogation room and Liv is a uh, we we see AJ and Liv roughs him up. AJ is he is very attractive. Yeah, he's awesome. Tim Chu. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, he says he's changed. He was just looking for Albert for that reward to, to capture him. And Liv uh, warns Clive, you know, hey, when a parolee says he's changed his ways, it only means he's on to a bigger score. Mm. And, you know, she seems like she's coming off doing the Benedetto, Benedetto obnoxiousness, but um, she's she's right. <laughs> he is on to a bigger yeah. score. <laughs> And then we get this vision of uh, Benedetto uh, doing the putting the glue on the toilet seat and telling AJ to sit on it. Yeah, what was the deal with that? It, uh, that was. That, I'm thinking that Benedetto was trying to get the location of that the jewel the jewels out of AJ. Was he just being a like? I don't. I, I don't. I don't understand how that made AJ talk. <laughs> um. Uh, Maybe it's I don't know. Um if or if he was just harassing him. If this is like hazing. Mm. To me it's like a it's like a prank. It's more like a prank than anything. Uh, well, I don't know. It it probably was like you're going to tell me where the jewels are or are you going to sit on this super glued seat and AJ didn't and then AJ was forced to sit on the seat probably by gunpoint, you know. But it was really cute how that was all uh, re- revealed because she knocked the chair out from under him and he fell <laughs> on the floor and it hurt his butt. Yeah. But that was his that was his uh, alibi was that he was at the hospital getting the seat removed from his butt and it, because it was like an embarrassing thing that he didn't. Maybe that was Benedetto's whole uh, point was to do something embarrassing that you didn't want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He doesn't want, you know, AJ to rat him out, you know, yeah. accuse him of harassment. Um, so Clive leads to look up his alibi and Liv then does the classic, you know, Vic Mackey, <laughs> you know, covers up the cam, puts the gun in a badge on table and he's, you know. And I love that. Not a cop now. Yep. <laughs> and I love that uh, we get, you know, a call back again to the first time they, they, uh, Locked horns, and AJ is realizing now. He's like, "Oh, the reason why you knew kung fu is oh, because yeah. you were, you're a zombie." Yep, you're a zombie, of course. Uh huh. And we get this great 
shot of Clive on the phone and all of a sudden just looking over and seeing Liv draw the shade and he's like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, AJ still has this sob story. He doesn't want to die in jail like his dad and he wants to cooperate and Liv's not buying it. And uh, AJ says that Clive can find Gansu at the tracks. Um, all right. So uh, we go to church and Angus is doing a sermon and puts the spotlight on Blaine. And he talks about how much of an ogre he was as a father. And to make it up to him, in wheels, uh, in his wheeled uh, Frau Bader. Uh, and then he blesses her with hot sauce and feeds her to the congregation. Mm. God loves you. He means it. Ciao. <laughs> Which so is, that's what re- won over Blaine. Uh, you know, it's great revenge. Um, I think Blaine sort of liked it, but you can see his face is a little like, holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, a, like a little scared. And also, you know, you know, as ter- she made him lick the floor. Okay. But she also was his mother for most of his life. She raised him. You know, while uh-huh. his father, you know, yeah, he probably has conflicting emotions towards her. He loves yeah. her but hates her. Yeah, and just to see her like being murdered in front of his eyes and you know feasted upon, which uh, also brings brought me to another point where I was what I was thinking about. You know, all these seasons we've seen zombies like just pretty much wanting brains and not wanting to feast on actual flesh. But I swear it's like Angus's congregation is almost ravenous enough to uh, be compared to a Romero, which are brainless. But, you know, bodies are being ripped apart. When when the zombies attack Frau Bader, they don't all just go for her head. I mean, she's <laughs> – they all like start just descending on her as if they're just going to eat her alive. And uh, i just never seen like a zombie, you know, eating flesh before. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> What do you think? Yeah, I th- I think that some of that was like not um, uh, just mindless. Yeah, it was it was uh, just to be mean. Yeah, just just to be um, oh, just what am I trying to say? Not just out of a response of being a zombie, but out of uh, a frustration and other things and hate, maybe for humans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just rip her apart, you know. Screw these humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the next chapter is seeing stars, and we have Dad Ravi waiting up uh, for <laughs> Isabel, and he tries to play tough Tad, but uh, these teens don't care. Um, and uh, I love it. It's it's a little bit more meta here with uh, uh, Ravi saying that Parker's an actor. He has got a pathological need for recognition, for validation. <laughs> For fame, it makes genuine human inter- interaction impossible. <laughs> um, and uh, we just get this sweet hug. Isabel like hugs him, and I don't know. I am just completely sold on Isabel. She's, I mean, yes, she has my daughter's name. That probably helps. Uh, oh, but, I liked her immediately. Yeah, as soon as she was on screen, I liked her. Yeah, I, and just this little scene here. I don't know how she's but like you teasing know, him. It's- it's season four, and we get the uh, the cousin Oliver. <laughs> yes, yeah, but you know, I think it's even mentioned in the feedback a- that this is like this is not like a, an annoying teenager. This is a this yes. Is- this is successful. Yeah. Like, why do shows do this? 
I really would love to know why the network. It's I, surely the network forces the showrunner to do this. I don't know. This doesn't seem like iZombie needed a teenage character, you know? And I don't know if they did. They... No show does. Well, no show does. You know, when when teenage characters are usually brought in, it's at the beginning of the season. The spotlight's thrown on them, you know, just to get the teens to watch the show. And, uh, you know, Isabel came in, you know, she's recurring and she came in like towards the end of the season. So uh-huh. I don't know if it's the same same thing. All right. So, uh Curtis is found at his house. Wait, wait. Let's talk about how cute it was when she said uh, <laughs> that she she crossed some things off her bucket list. <laughs> Maybe, I <did. laughs> Maybe I did. 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 It was so cute. She's adorable. She is. Okay, continue on. Um, so, uh, yeah, Chase uh, and uh, I think it's Enzo, I believe, they find Curtis and uh, it's just I'm like, oh no, no, not Curtis, you know, because I don't know. I like this guy. I like this actor. I oh, he's him. so young. He's yeah. starting a family, and now you yeah. like you're dear to him even more. And I'm like, oh no, they're setting us up. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is really crazy. Like Enzo is like setting a table with plates and hot sauce and napkins uh. and super max cans. And the threat is like, listen, you got to tell me who Renegade is or I shoot you in the heart. I eat your brain. And I find out from a vision. Um, and Curtis ends up blaming <laughs> brother love. And Which is it, really smart. Really smart. At, at first I was actually believing I know. I was like, what? Like, I was like, Curtis, you betrayed me. Like, you were working undercover for Brother Love. How did that work? You know? And I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, but, um, but, yeah, he tells, he tells uh, Chase that he was uh, – he promised to scratch him after he brought in 10 humans. And, um, and that's when Chase sends Enzo off. Um, but he doesn't fully believe Curtis, so they're kind of holding him there until Enzo finds out more information. So uh, we go to the next chapter, Wasted Days and Wasted Nights, and um, and we find out there's actually a, a, a time set here. He said um, – I think it's Ravi that says a month has passed since they began testing. So um, a month has passed between last episode and this episode, um, oh. you know, and it's the end of the montage. And uh, yeah, he just can't crack it. Um, so there's a, that's an update on the whole cure situation, vaccine situation. Um, Levon says that, uh, uh, Curtis has been captured. Uh, Ravi says that he happens to mention that major had talked about having to go on emergency guard duty. And so Liv tells Ravi to get the word out. The entry point has been compromised and, uh, yeah, he, go, he gets on the phone. This is another thing that, uh, puzzled some folks, um, where he's like, Hey there, little Fox, it's Jolly Green. Donnie Darko is off the board. No more low road to China. So, uh, I, I have my, uh, idea of who he's talking to and what this is all about. Did, had you thought about that at all? No. What do you think? I think, you know, uh, Liv tells Ravi that the entry point is compromised to get the word out and he gets on the phone and I'm thinking little Fox might be Suki. I, and it's weird because he hadn't talked to Suki before, but I, Ravi has been brought in on the, um, uh, the renegade stuff. It's either Suki or it's uh, it's Peyton, and I guess 
the fact that he says little fox, that little fox sounds like a girlish nickname. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, say say it again. He says what now? He gets on the phone and says what? Hey there, little fox. It's Jolly Green. Donnie Darko is off the board. No more low road to China. So mm. I'm thinking I'm thinking little fox is either Suki or Peyton. He's warning them. That the like Livid said the entry point had been compromised, and maybe Donnie Darko was Curtis's nickname. Mm. Low road to China being the the, the railroad. Mm-hmm. They may be compromised um, because they have Curtis. So, so that's when a soaking wet Clive comes running. Oh my into god! The this is my favorite part. Favorite part. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, and he says that he got into a gunfight with Gansu and he did this whole thing where he rolled on the trolley car over there exchanging <laughs> gunfire. They both <laughs> fell three stories into a pool. <laughs> Such a trope. So uh, what, what is, is, it, is that from Lethal Weapon? Yeah, that sounds lethal. like a Lethal Weapon thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then after all that, Ravi's like, who's Gansu? <laughs> And then Clive just had it up. He walks away and he's like, amazing story, Clive. Don't patronize me. Um, but, and uh, Robbie like drinking tea at the same time or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that Gansu's gun was the murder weapon. So it was Gansu, who we never actually meet, was the one that allegedly killed Benedetto. I mean, because AJ's got the alibi. And I don't know what Fleabag's alibi was, but... He it was doesn't matter. It doesn't. Who cares? You know, this is all leading into <laughs> this whole operation that AJ is. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it'll come back. Maybe they'll want to make sense of it. I don't know. It's, it's our job. <laughs> 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 all right. So Enzo goes to church. He's moved by the sermon. Oh, yeah. Well, because something was said earlier to Enzo. Hmm. Do you remember? It, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It might have been something that Curtis said about mm. Brother Love that piqued Enzo's interest. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to church and then he's like, oh, I, be- I this this goes along with my views on humans. Mm. Humans are, humans should be, humans should thank us for not beating their head in and eating their brain. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly we get a little lights out and then the spotlight goes on Blaine and there's just like angelic Blaine singing Amazing Grace on his organ. Which oh was like, yes, it's the organ. The just ends. It ends too quickly. Uh, uh, next chapter is The Heat is On. Uh, and that's because uh, Liv's using um, infrared goggles. She must have <laughs> got that from Seattle PD, I'm assuming. And I like how on infrared you can show it shows that the zombies are blue and the humans are red because they have uh, higher blood temperature or something, whatever. However, because the humans humans are alive and Mm -hmm. zombies are dead. So I'm wondering if this is something that's uh, like a setup for. She got this from Major because remember that she asked Robbie if he had his hide a key. Yeah, she got it from Major's house. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was I, – uh, that's interesting. So um, I thought it was just because she wanted to hide the tracker on him, but maybe it was to do Oh, both, yeah. yeah. So Liv has Levon set off a car alarm, and then we have a great <laughs> scene, you know, reflective of, uh, reflective of uh, um, 
what was it, Return of the Dead guy last season where Blaine and um, Liv smacked each other until they went into full zombie mode. <laughs> and it's just great seeing Liv as full zombie, <laughs> full on zombie. She, uh, she, um, um, tries to pull the bars open. She and she can't do it. She busts the glass. And yeah, but curse. wait. First off, Levon does not want to hit her. Yeah, I know. And she forces him to hit her, and then she <laughs> says, "Are you as turned down as I am?" Right now? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, that's right. I wrote gets turned on. I was looking at that. Like, did I write that correctly? Uh, yeah, she did get turned on. Um, and yeah, poor Curtis. They because have to wait, 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 back, back, back. It's because. <laughs> It's because Benedetto was into weird kinky sex stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, can we feel bad for Curtis now? Poor Curtis he has to be scratched because yeah. they, that way they won't eat his brains. Yeah. And now he, you know, well, I mean, at least his his uh, you know soon to be bride is already pregnant, so. Right. You know, they can't really keep them apart. I don't know if that if that counts. Like, will they? You know, zombies can't adopt. So, can you marry? Can you, as a zombie, marry someone who's human who's pregnant? Uh, I don't know. So, um, major reports to Chase that Curtis is now a zombie, and Chase looks like he's about to tear down the freaking walls. <laughs> and then, he, you know, he doesn't know how they found the safe house. Um, and uh, Chase wants to uh, check the cell phones, and uh, and then Major discovers that he actually has a tracker on him. Mm. And uh, then we see Russ going into a warehouse where the brains are all being tubed up. This huge operation, and he goes and to the back. AJ. AJ, I was like, yeah, <laughs> make him a big bad. I love it. Uh, and um, and then Major goes to visit uh, Liv, and he's. Ripping mad. Oh, oh, golly! Ain't major angry is chilling. Uh, it's not. It's not a fun thing to see for our good, good old major. But you know, it, it, major always seems to butt heads with you know at least a couple of our uh, you know our other lead cast members uh, throughout each season. <laughs> so, um. And yeah, we get this whole interaction between him and Levon too. Like Levon asks him to leave, and and um, and Major, yeah, figures it out. He's yeah that, that that moment, that look on his face when he figures you're you're her. And then he says, "Oh man, uh, Seattle needed a hero, and guess who volunteered? The girl who can't find meaning in her life any other way." Which mm. is like, ouch, that's cold, Major. Episode one. Yep, <laughs> yeah, that goes right back to episode one. But um, then he goes on and saying, this is going to get you killed. And then, but hey, you were willing to get me killed too. And for who? For that guy, Curtis? Who is he to you? Was he worth risking my life? So, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm initially upset at Major for being so, like, combative with Liv. But, you know, I, I was definitely thinking more on it. And, um, you know, Liv put Major in a lot of danger there. Putting a tracker on him. I mean, Chase found the tracker on him. He could have been on the guillotine like that evening. Mm. But uh, yeah, man, these guys just got to work together. And it doesn't seem like it's going to happen because uh, Levon tries grabbing Major, and then he then Major throws him up against the wall. And Isabel, poor little Isabel, screams, and uh, Liv yells at Major to get out. And it's like 
and you see the look on Major's face. He like he knows he went over the line. You know, he's he looks really surprised, but he's like the stop. You know, his adrenaline is pumping. You know, um, so man, that was one heck of an ending. <laughs> you know, yeah. I imagined like Liv and Major coming to like you know argue about this, but man, this gets really. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't make up by the end of the season. But we all know that. Liv's going to end up on the guillotine and Major's going to save her, right? I mean, that's... Uh, looks that way, possibly. <laughs> uh, anything else for this episode before we get into feedback? Nope. Nope. Good uh, episode. Malcolm MVP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Malcolm, he's just so awesome. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh, a reminder to check out the app from our friends at TV Time. If you want to join a global community of TV watchers where our podcast, among others, is currently streaming, download the TV Time app today. Go to tvtime.com for more details. And thank you to everybody who's listening to us using that app. Um, and as we get into our feedback section, why don't we start with uh, you uh, reading some quotes from our TV Time people? Okay. I like Tracy's. Quote, uh, Tracy G91 says, I volunteered to read a bedtime story to Chase. <laughs> Marie says, Robbie is now the second best mom on TV behind Steve from Stranger Things. Yes. Antonella says, I love how they break the fourth wall every chance they get. <laughs> uh, Annie Jeff. Anija? Anija? Am I the only one hoping Liv and Major patch things up? They were both out of line in the end. Liv did risk his life and Major should have said those things to Liv. Yeah, I hope so too. Zabhav says, <laughs> Oh, this is the first time she didn't feel like cooking. That's me every day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, no emails this week, which is surprising. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, people getting... Hey, it's getting to the end of the season. We got to get our feedback in here. Um, but we do have some Facebook comments and uh, also a voicemail, of course, from our, our friend Jeff. Uh, let's do the Facebook first. I'll read this one from Darren. Darren says, my thoughts. Blaine's arrogance is going to be the, his downfall someday. Not as soon as everyone wants, but it will get him. And it will be interesting to see how, or interesting how they show what he does with or to Angus. Clive seems to have found his groove with Michelle. I feel bad for Basio in this, but that's the only way it could go. Uh, Robbie is overprotective. Dad is fun for now, but it could get old if overdone. Six seasons of Zombie High. Hint. <laughs> <laughs> AJ running the black market is a nice twist. Will Russ lead Major to him? Could Enzo be a convert? Can't wait to find out. Liv being discovered by Major had to happen. I think his confrontation with Levon wasn't so much about smuggling as much as it was jealousy. Major is definitely not happy with Liv being renegade. But I also think he would protect her as much as he can. I still think at some point Major could work with Liv as her inside man. And then he edits it and says, I saw Rob Thomas tweet out he wanted one more season because of the ending he wanted. So I'm guessing five seasons is the goal. Yeah, I figure five really is, is – they don't want to – six is asking for too much probably. Dave 
Well, yeah. Dave says, so much coming to a head this week. Love the zombie high meta in this episode. Feeding Fra Bader to the crowd. Angus is so brutal and effective in getting his crowd going. Ravi in dad mode, so charming. Good to see Supermax is still hanging around. So yeah. now Major knows what Liv is up to. This is going to be interesting. Whose side does he pick? Would not be a season of iZombie without major and serious conflict with the rest of the group. <laughs> yep, yep. So true. <laughs> and finally, uh, Nutty says, I think Bazio's comment on Liv being under control of the brain is very telling in this episode. She is under the c- control of the mayor's brain and not changed at all that much. I really think this is more than writers having fun. This is Liv specific. Might have something to do with her being a zombie the longest of any on the show currently, or something else. Or maybe like her not-tan-die trend through most of it, she fights it less? I really dug this episode. I thought the coyote getting caught and needing to be scratched showed just how vulnerable the ring is. Humans make it vulnerable. When the one from Dark Matter, I can't remember her name, uh, that's Suki, uh, said she wanted to bring in a guy, I was sure it was Major undercover, but lo and behold, Major figuring it out was beyond awesome for the story. Major knows her. He really does. And he should just figure it out. Also, her putting a tracker on his gear, cold. Unlike almost every other show... You going to say something? Go ahead. I'll say it at the end. Okay. Unlike I almost, didn't know where we were. Unlike, I'm, uh, unlike almost... <laughs> unlike almost every other show bringing a teen on later in the show. I love Isabel. She's great. She really gives us something to enjoy. It's not the typical annoying teen that annoys viewers. Uh-huh. Also the zombie high thing using the show within the show to point out the things going on in iZombie. I love that gag. Also love that live set up Isabel. Um, and I really like the Ravi stepdad sitch going on. I think this is by far one of the better seasons. They have to renew. I hope Rob and Diane have an end in mind and that they get to the, show us that ending. Thanks, Daddy. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Daddy. Uh, yeah. Talking about how Bazio is like, look, I'm on the mayor's brain and I'm cool. That's what I've always thought. If everybody that ate a brain acted like Liv, if it affected them, what chaos it would yeah, be. Yeah, right? I always like thought that in our was, earlier seasons, like, man, if there was a bunch of zombies, like, what, like especially like Blaine, like, why doesn't Blaine freak out on the brain? Yeah. So, yeah, what is it about Liv that she just goes all in? I don't know. She's a lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is tiny. Yeah, she, that's that's going to be my excuse from now on. I, you know, I don't know how many times I get like a uh, like a tweet or an email or a Facebook comment. And it's just like, oh man, this brain's too much. Why is live so much on this brain or whatever? That's going to be my excuse from now on. Lightweight. Here's <laughs> our, she weighs like ninety pounds. Yeah. Here's our last bit of feedback, and it's from our friend Jeff. And it's loading, and it's loading, and it's loading. Hey, Robin. X-Force 11. This is Jeff, X-Force 11. I enjoyed this episode. It was a slower episode, but it gave us a lot of plot development. We saw basically a month's worth of time pass in this one episode, and it was very good. But I'm concerned because Major now knows Liz's secret, and that's not a good thing. I think he has swung a little too far onto the feel more grave side of things and that's not good. Then you have Blaine 
working with his dad in the church there. Now, that's probably just a play, but I don't know. That's that's some real change there. And then you have, um, I can't remember his name, our our French zombie from Fillmore Graves. Insane. What's going on at uh, the, the church there and getting involved. I, it's just crazy times in Seattle, and I'm worried about what's going to go on next. Okay, that's my thoughts. X-Force 11 out. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jeff. All right, wow. Uh, that's uh, that's it for uh, another episode of iZombie Podcast. We actually have three episodes left, Steph. And I hope it's not Aww. three episodes for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, let me pre- play you the preview for the next episode, Season 4, Episode 11, Insane in the Germ Brain. <laughs> Sir, there's been an incident. You want the humans to fight it out. And if the zombies win, you're going to nuke the city. You killed the guy. This is going to end badly. <laughs> Looks like blunt force trauma to the head. Oh, thank you, Doctor. I, Zombie. All new Monday at 9, 8 central on The CW. Okay, and the uh, description for Insane and the Germ Brain goes like this. Live on germaphobe brain. Liv does Clive a solid and agrees to consume germaphobe brain during flu season. Uh, Robbie continues his role as surrogate father to Isabel. Major finally gets to the bottom of things. And Chase continues to spiral out of control. Lastly, Mm. Peyton struggles with a very important decision. And uh, this one's written by Dean Laurie, who wrote uh, Blue Bloody earlier this season, one of the newer writers. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. We'll see what germaphobe brain's all about. We'll see her opening door knobs uh, with tissues and stuff, right? Yeah, I can relate to this because this flu <laughs> season really stressed me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, listen, I've got to run, but we just had somebody brought into the virtual podcast studio that I need you to do just a quick interview with and then just close out the show on your own, okay? No problem. I got this. Thanks. Well, look what we have here. Uh, who are you? Why Why am I handcuffed? I'm your worst nightmare. If you don't answer my questions, state your name for the record. Um, my name is Network. Uh, <clears throat> CW Network. Well, how do you do, CW Network? Let me ask you one question to start. You feel lucky, punk? Well, do you? Uh, uh. Well, I am the home to many DC TV shows, uh, all of which I've renewed for another season, so I feel pretty, uh, okay. All of them? You think, maybe you forgot one? TikTok, CW, TikTok. You're talking about iZombie? Bingo. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, hey, listen, the ratings are kind of... Don't give me that ratings nonsense, CW. You just picked up an extra night of programming. Put it uh, there. Well, we've been looking at some pilots, and we've been thinking Rob Thomas said he wanted one more season. Have you seen the reviews, dummy? Well, to be honest, I... 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. And tell me this, what kind of world do we want to live in where Walking Dead and Santa Clarita die, get another season, and iZombie gets dropped before it can finish its story? Uh, I... 
I, I don't know. I, a world where I beat you with this fish. Now come over here. Wait, wait. Ah. Read new eye zombie. Ow. Read new eye zombie. Ow. Read new eye zombie. Ah. Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for iZombie Podcast, all one word. All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow Robin as well at El Robinero. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, a friend of the show, Cheyenne, contributes with Photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at iZombie. Zombie love. Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes. You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes. While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time, so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans. And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're done. You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies! Zombies!